0: You can tell me right now why you sold me out, or you can tell me when I have my hands around your throat.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss films that have slipped under the radar, or ones that are underappreciated, or of course ones that are underrated. On this podcast, uh, we have the four of us, uh, Ariel Ortiz, hello, Alan Torres, what's up, guys? and Fred Torres. Uh, uh, what's up? And of course, I am Derek McDuff. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about a 2011 film, uh, Haywire, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Uh, this action thriller, thriller has an all-star cast of Michael Fassbender, Ewan McGregor, Bill Paxton, Channing Tatum, Antonio Banderas, Michael Douglas, and the newcomer um, MMA star Gina Carano, who performed all of her own stunts for the film. Uh, The low-budget film went largely unnoticed. Despite critics giving it mostly positive reviews, audiences uh, were less impressed. Uh, So, guys, um, this was my pick this week, um, Haywire. Uh, Had any of you guys seen this one before? No. Not
0: at all.
2: I haven't. Never even heard of it. <clears throat> yeah, neither did I.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's it's I, despite. I had heard this, of it. Okay. Yeah, despite yeah. this huge cast and like you know a pretty famous director, Steven Soberg, I feel like it's kind of a really under the radar movie that most people haven't heard of. Um, I don't know if any of you guys wanted to start off and tell me what you think of it.
2: Um. Uh-huh. All right. Here, let me go. Who for wants to go? Okay. Cuz you guys probably got way better nicer things to say than I do. Um, so uh, no. the movie... uh, that's why I
3: always wanted to go first too. Uh, oh, I knew oh. you guys
2: were, I knew you guys were going to hate it. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on. No, what I'm trying to what, I don't hate it. Like let's not go there. I don't hate it, but this could have been one of those straight to VHS movie kind of things or like TV movies. And I'm only saying that not in a bad thing. Yes, it had a big cast, but I felt they were underutilized most mm-hmm. of the time. Just because they're so big, they're such big characters, like, like uh, uh, actors. You know, Antonio Banderas is is fucking massive. And he's a bad guy, but you find out at the end. And I, I'm not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying he could have been like the whole bad guy, like the whole movie. He's one of those guys that, mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, he's such a big guy. Same thing with Michael Douglas. Same thing with all these guys. Yes, they use them. And yeah, they use them well. Don't get me wrong. Their acting's not bad. But they're just such big actors. Now, the movie itself, they even had Channing Tatum. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Look, it's a it's a decent movie. It does what it does. It's like a, it kind of got, got its action right. I'm not saying her acting is bad. I'm just saying it's it's a very it's very generic. It reminds me of the movies that like you would watch like the action movies of maybe like the 80s or 90s. Kinda, I don't know. it's just mm, it was missing something. I guess is what I'm saying for myself. It wasn't terrible. It just it wasn't. I don't know. It's like it was trying to be John Wick before John Wick, but never hit John Wick status. I guess I don't know.
3: Yeah. Um uh, So me, for me, yeah, for me, I felt the same. Like um when I started watching it, I to to preference, I didn't know who directed it, so I didn't know Steven Soderbergh. But I will get to that right now. Is that uh, yeah? I just for me, it, like. The movie just started like there was I know like we don't need pomp and serpent circumstance for like every movie, but this movie kind of felt like you wanted that ease into this like realm of of like espionage that it kind of did. And then from the back, I kind of said this feels like Ocean's Eleven, like but not just there. And then and then when Steven Soderbergh, um, like the name dropped at the credits, I was like. My gosh, that's why I didn't like this so much. So because I don't I don't really care for Steven Soderbergh's movies, except for the Oceans Eleven movies, pretty much. Oh, um
0: so he did those, okay. He yeah. did
3: yeah, he did Oceans Eleven. I think that's the only series like I was looking at his filmography, I'm like, that's the only series I really like of his be like I I don't even
2: know what kind of director he was, so I mean I'll put yeah, one out there. Well,
3: cause the thing is, is that like uh, he's done, you know, he did Magic Mike. That's why um change Tatum is on wow. this one. Okay, that makes the sense. The first no, one, not the second one. Yeah, so, oh, because that's hit, why. Like, the first
2: one's big, isn't it? The first one. The
3: first one is big, yeah. but the first one's tone <laughs> is very much like. <laughs> yeah, but the first one's tone is <laughs> very much like this, where there's a lot of negative space in sound. I would rec, I, I would say that there's noth- no, no there's no music there's nothing like it's just like basically audio of the scene which which um for me it did in this movie also with her walking and stuff but i felt like um like there was a moment when when she just kills um michael fassbender's character and then she's walking out of the hotel and it's kind of like a tense moment and you kind of get that that's where the the no music kind of like um Uh, was used really great, but then it went into this like music that is, it's like similar. That's why it made me think of Oceans, Oceans, the Ocean series, because it's very much the music that he used in the Ocean series. And I was like, this does not fit for this. I was very impressed with the, with the, um, action scenes, of course, like, and you could totally tell, like, it it is her. And I do, I do like Gina Currow from, from, um, the Mandalorian and, and Deadpool. So I, I do like her, but in, and, and those scenes with her fighting were very impressive. And again, that's where like the, those moments of no music, it's just the raw kind of sound really um, accentuates those moments. And it does play off really well. Um, but yeah, like it, he kind of like within that regard, he was kind of imbalanced with the usage of music in general and then using the kind of like too poppy kind of situ- for this kind of movie. I was really hoping for a little bit more of a suspenseful soundtrack when it was used. Um but yeah, I, I kinda like when I saw his is seeing Silverberg's name at the end at the end credits, I literally like just like pounded my fist. I'm like, of course I got fooled. <laughs> um but but I mean it was that's a heist just on my you. Yeah, it was literally a heist on me. And then going back to what um, Fred said about kind of like the under usage of of the characters, especially with Antonio Banderas. I feel like the part in, Mex- in, in wherever he was with his like mistress or whatever, that was the the um, bad guy that we should have had, you know, like for a good chunk of the movie not just the last seconds of the movie. Um M- movie was it, it went really quickly i mean you just get thrown into this this like whole situation i felt like the um whole thing with him with her like picking up this guy and then kind of using that as a way to like backtrack on what's happened so far was kind of unnecessary um i feel like it didn't really provide any like um help to the plot it was just basically like oh she's just telling this stranger who pretty much like she like immediately uh um immediately like basically like feels and trusts like i, I it, it, without any understanding and and i was thinking okay well maybe she he's like an important person like they he's the one that they like really want for some like conspicuous reason and stuff but for Him just to like go away, it kind of like didn't seem like that was even necessary of of a use of like a plot point. Um, so yeah, but you know we got I I Bill Paxton as her dad, and that going off of that like I the underwhelming of use of him, especially with with her kind of like uh, with Ewan McGregor and early in the movie like saying like um. You know I, I feel like your dad is just like basically a kind of like not a stick in the mud but kind of like not like he doesn't know how to protect himself he's just a simpleton kind of compared to us and and then her saying like you don't know my dad you don't know you know well, he's all not he says is stuff. that
1: he's like the characters that he's are in his books that's all that's yeah. literally all he says. Eventually, yeah, you like,
2: never read the books. I, I think what he was trying and to then, say is kind of like he's just an author and not really like uh, an agent He's not he,
3: us. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I that's why I, and, and then her saying like, you don't know my dad, you've never met him. And then at, I was okay. They're gonna be like, "Oh, she he like has been trained, you know. That's why she's this good or or kind of good. She wasn't incredibly good, you know. I'm not but, gonna. Um,
2: I I was hoping that was gonna happen. Where yeah, they go like exactly. she's been trained. She was like one, and she can slit yeah. your throat with a pencil, unsharpened.
3: Uh huh. I mean, it was very realistic in that she was, you know, she took some hits herself, and and I like that. Um, but ultimately won the fight. But yeah, I was expecting Bill Paxton to like come out as a badass, you know, like, you know, like 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 the game over (laughs) kind of thing, but you know. Um instead of Game Over, man. Yeah. So uh so that's my thoughts. Like I felt like it was a movie that's kinda like semi baked. It 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 kinda like it could have been developed a lot more and I feel like there's a good amount of Steven Soderbergh movie Sod- Soderbergh movies that are kind of like that Soderbergh Soderbergh's movies that are kind of like that where um they feel like that you they kind of leave you wanting more in a kind of negative way at least for me so that's my thoughts. Um,
0: well, I'll go for it. Um, one thing I will say about this movie, real quick. First thing I thought of when I finished the movie, I was like, this is the quietest action film I've ever seen. The punches, mm. everything was like.
3: Because it's realistic. I mean, I was, that I was, is well, well, you normal. Know,
2: you know what? That. You know what? But yeah, honestly, it was realistic. That's the only one thing. Yeah. yeah Even was, the shots were like weird. normal gunshots, like, bah, 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 bah. it wasn't like, boom, 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 boom. boom. Like, uh, a handgun doesn't sound like a sniper rifle, is what I'm saying. No, I know.
0: I'm just, it was very uh, Chris Nolan, Dark Knight. Action where it was just mm-hmm. so quiet, where like the I don't know, I kind of like my like loud. I I understand the real, you know i'm thinking part. right now. Not,
3: you know what movie that really encapsulates is and I I um and uses like gets enough sound I think um, but it is realistic sound, but like kind of like I guess the sound mixing is a lot better in like um in capturing the sound is uh the born movies. What you're gonna say,
2: Hot Rod? Oh
3: no, the the born movies. Oh. I think um. Kind of like a realistic sounds, but they're kind of like I don't know if they had better. The Mad like, Damon uh, ones, right? Yeah, they. I don't know if they had okay. like better or the John Wick movies. Really, like there's some moments. No, no, in no. The no John I was Wick
2: gonna say, isn't there a but... Born with a different guy other than? Matt? Yeah, it's uh, okay, yeah, it's Jeremy a Jeremy Renner. Renner.
1: It's, that one's awful. If you want to talk, I've about never seen any of them. Movie. But... It's, the I like the Born movies a lot, The Born
2: movies are good with my Damon.
1: But um, yeah, the one with Jeremy Renner yeah. is it's atrocious. Go on, sorry. Go on, Ellen.
0: Oh, no worries. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, this film, for me, though, I thought it was, like, a proto-atomic blonde, which I think is another uh, underrated film. I don't know if, like, anybody else has seen it. I, I know when it came out, it was kind of, like, oh. back and forth. But that one might be a-, a pick for later. But, yeah, it was, like, kind of, like, a proto-atomic blonde. Like, I really liked her a lot. Gina, Gina, Car- what is it, Gina, Car- uh, Gina Carano?
1: I think.
0: Carano. Yeah. I thought she was great. I thought she was absolutely wonderful. I, I loved her in Mandalorian. And, no, she was... I I thought the film... I I will agree with Ariel. It was kind of half-baked. It just needed a little bit bit more. More time in the oven. But it was solid. I kind of... I know you guys were saying you didn't like how fast it came and how fast it went. But I kind of liked that. I felt like I was like a fly on the wall of this, like, assassin's kind of, like, world. Like, it just happened. And I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And I kind of liked the mystery and and then it just kind of goes as fast as it went. I thought it was pretty, pretty enjoyable. But yeah, there there are some parts where I thought like, you know, some of the actors were a little like underutilized. Um, but I don't know, maybe that Steven Soderbergh's kind of like thing that he was going for. He just kind of wanted this like assassin slice of life kind of thing happening in an hour and a half. And yeah, the action was great. I loved like the submission moves. I know she like has like an MMA background, mm-hmm. and I thought all that was pretty fun. Like it. it It's a solid film for me, anyways. It was a solid, like action film. I like the mystery. Yeah, there's some stuff that like I feel like wasn't fully fleshed out with like a lot of the characters, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I I would say give it a watch. I don't know if if you're into action movies, go ahead and take a look. Just for Gina Carano herself, like she stole the movie for me. I loved her acting. Her action, everything about her was, like, my favorite part, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and I do think that there is definitely something to be said about this being her first movie, her being, you know, from an MMA background, you know, basically she's just an athlete before this, and she's in this movie with this, like, stacked cast, and she's still this mm-hmm. good, and you're still, like, that impressed by her, Um.
3: I just want to add one more thing. I I, yeah. I feel like it's when you said that this was her first movie, um, and especially compared to her acting in in um in The Mandalorian, I feel like there was some lines that were kind of delivered a bit more like a table reading, like just kind of like step 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 step, than kind of like a emotion, like a little bit of integration of like acting. Um, some I feel from like her, that's her, some character. from yeah. Yeah, but I've, yeah, I guess
2: so. No, no, know I don't, yeah, because I gotta say, her her character worked well the way she was. Mm-hmm. She's military. That's what it is. It's not an assassin. Yeah. It's, she's a she's like Green Beret military, like special ops. Yeah. Is pretty much what she yeah. is. Yeah, she,
1: she was a double dog uh, marine.
2: Yeah, and so like oh, okay. it, it's it's just it's she played it well. Like that's the one thing she played it well. If it was just her and maybe other actors, uh, maybe not of that high of caliber. As a bad guy,s like Michael Douglas, isn't that bad because he's let's just say on the side of 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 good, right? He, but, he's
3: basically doesn't want he, well, her to just, get burned, basically.
2: Right. Yeah. He's basically She's, just. He's one not one of the
3: ones that wanted her, high, her
2: burned. Well, yeah, but he's one of the higher ups and like in like the chain of command of like the the, mm-hmm. the the government and the U.S. government. But what I'm saying is like when you see, uh, like like when when you see Antonio Banderas as a bad guy. You just I'm just saying that like that's what I'm saying. You expect so much. I could have seen Shannon Tatum maybe be the bad guy. No. I don't see him at the same. And I'm not saying anything bad about him, but I'm saying I don't see him as high as Antonio Banderas because you would expect to see such a like an evil guy or some kind of thing of performance. That's what I'm trying to say. But her, her herself, I think she did great. I think yeah. she does great every time she comes out. Especially when she does roles like these, you know, uh, just like in the mm-hmm. same thing in The Mandalorian, it's kind of like an assassin type there, uh, bounty hunter, stormtrooper. Yeah, she's incredible, I love it, her character.
3: Yeah, she's
2: good. She's good whenever it's something like that. Wherever it's like tough, like a mm-hmm. tough woman, she does really, really well. So I do have to say that that she did very, very good in what she did. I just think that you wanted more from these other actors, All
1: right, let me not me just, her. Yeah, let me just go off and tell you guys why I fucking love this movie and why I picked it. Um, and why you guys are... Whatever. Uh, I know you guys uh, might not uh, agree, but...
2: Right, right, right,
1: uh, right. Let me Let me just, as as Fred would say about, you know, one of his movies, let me just tell you guys why this is the greatest movie ever made.
2: Um, oh, you better come with it then. <laughs> I, I would like to let you know, I lay it on thick.
1: Um, no, but um, in all seriousness, I do really... Um, like, Eric, you were saying, Steven Soderbergh's not your cup of tea. For me, he's my jam. I love all... Every one of his movies that I've seen, like, they're all in my opinion, just fucking bangers. I love the kind of like quick, witty, like realistic dialogue where people, it does sound like the way it doesn't sound like movie dialogue. A lot of the time it sounds like the way people actually talk to each other. People are stammering over their words or like their lines, kind of like I'm doing right now. And I do appreciate that he always gets a really good cast. Like obviously all the oceans movies have really big actors in them. Um, You know, contagions, another one of his movies that has just like a huge cast And I like that he doesn't treat his movie stars like movie stars. He treats them like actors. And, like, that was something you guys were saying is a negative for you about the movie, but that's a really big positive thing, that you're not like, oh, every time Antonio Banderas comes on, it's, like, a big thing. It's just like, oh, he's just another character in the movie. And when you first see... Like him and, and you know, Ewan McGregor and they're all and Michael Douglas and they're all in that scene. They're just shot like regular guys. It's not like a like a, well, you see their feet and they pans up and it reveals like here's a big movie star. They're all just treated like regular actors. They're just really yeah. fucking good actors, and it's not banking on the name recognition or anything. It's just banking on their skills.
2: I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I I because I don't know him like I don't know him as a director. Right? Like I I can't tell you what his direction was but i will tell you that when i did see it the first time obviously you're explaining right now but when i did see it the first time and i saw these big name actors i was like somebody was trying to sell me this movie by giving me these actors because this the the main character she at the time was not famous enough to push Mm -hmm. this movie on her own that was the one damn thought that came out that's why i was like oh these guys are underused because they don't want to pay them the money that they that they uh that they require when they do like big movies that i thought and this is just and i'm not bashing the movie like i said i don't even know the director i don't even know who who soderbergh i don't even know he did the oceans movies but when i did see those guys i thought oh someone's trying to sell me this movie someone paid decent amount to have these guys do a few lines so that way the movie's run by this chick because she's brand Mm -hmm. new and and this is the way they're going to get in the movie theaters like when they say oh starring or produced with steven 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 spielberg but he has nothing to do with it but you know how they have given him like such a producer credit because he I don't know read over the script maybe and then you think yeah. oh my god Steven Spielberg look at the name I, I I swear to god I thought that when I saw this and but that, I mean obviously you're explaining it but I'm just saying that's that's yeah. well, that's the one damn thing I thought
1: It's interesting that you say that because Steven Soderbergh himself is so opposed to that kind of like from this director like he hates like he doesn't like that like director as a brand like he doesn't like he hates the thing where it's like a Quentin Tarantino film or like a Spike Lee yeah, joint yeah. like he's very opposed to that He just wants to like, his whole thing is like, I'm just going to make a good movie. And the other thing you guys were talking about where it's like, oh, like this movie seems like kind of a half-baked or like it's like this kind of like script of like, you know, what would be like a made-for-DVD movie from the 90s. I think that Soderbergh has a way of taking movies that like they sound like they wouldn't be good. Like if you told me, the only reason I watched this movie initially when when it came out was because I knew it was directed by Steven Soderbergh. Um, and it's like a low, it's a pretty low budget movie. I think its budget was around twenty million dollars, which is if you look at who's in it, that's kind of incredible. It that's kind of pretty speaks. small, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it speaks to the fact that these actors just really like being in Steven Soderbergh movies because he always gets these great casts and he always gets great performances from his actors. I think, and they just he's an actors director. You know, he's a, he's an opposite of David Fincher. Um, but uh, I really do think that he kind of takes these kind of like middling concepts and because he shoots them with such realism. And like intensity and like like he really cares about them. Uh, they are elevated. So like you know, a movie like this, if it's like oh, it's an assassin and she gets betrayed by her, like, I would be like you know what, fuck that. Like that doesn't sound interesting. But when I'm actually watching this one, I'm really enthralled. And it's the same thing with all his movies. You know, like Contagion. Like you know, I don't care really about virus movies. That's a fucking great movie. Or like I'm
3: okay with Contagion. I think I'll t- I'll tell you why I think I like the Steven Soderbergh movies. I like.
1: But, go on but yeah or like you know the the oceans trilogy like i i love those movies those are some of my face favorite heist movies of all time and there are remakes of these fucking terrible movies The fucking terrible movie from I'm the 60s watching. like yeah there's the the one awful rat like that movie is unwatchable if you watch the original rat 1.
3: sorry yeah but
1: um <laughs> i'll be, I'll be uh, honest
2: the only reason i like the ocean movie though is because of the actors they had not because that story is so great i mean
1: but it's it's like the way he get like this exactly that's what i'm saying so the story itself is not that interesting yeah. but like the way he makes it and like shoots it or like a movie about a male stripper like that would not be like you know something that i would normally be like rush I've out never, to see i've never I, watched it well, i love the male Magic stripper? Mike. It's oh, so good. Stuff. It's that, so good. I, I've never I, watched it. Because it's really like, you think, I think that's another underrated movie and I think it's because, like the second no, one is that's more not popular. Underrated. No, right. I, I think the second huge. one is is more popular. I know. I think the second one is more what you want to see with that movie where it's like, oh, it's dude stripping. Listen, and well, the, the I can tell you,
2: like a, I can tell you, I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how many women that I know, like family members and other people that have mm-hmm. seen this goddamn movie
1: the first one or the second? one? I can
2: No, the first one. Oh, yeah. All of them. Because the first one
1: is like a, is like an interesting character. No, no, they've, about, seen, they've like, seen both. A guy and they've a
2: seen Schuster. both. But I'm the telling second you,
1: one's more like the second one's more what you would expect. Listen, from a movie I'm about telling you, male strippers. All they
2: talk to is male stripper, and I know I cannot. I don't have enough hands and fingers or toes, or I could chop all of ours off, and I don't think I have enough to tell you how many people have seen that movie.
1: Right. Well, I will, I, as a guy, I I fucking. Can tell you how many
2: people have seen Magic that movie? Fun. I can tell you how many guys I know now that have seen that movie on this one hand. And that would be you, Derek.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it's an underrated movie amongst guys then. Because it's really yeah. an interesting character story about yeah. a man. Like kind of like, it's like, what does it mean to be a man? And like, like, what is he doing for his future? That's a whole other movie though. Um I do really like that one. But I think he really makes these interesting human sorry, stories about I want, people.
2: I just want to laugh because he's, he's just trying to go through school to get his uh, nursing degree
3: yeah yeah i didn't know yeah, that yeah. Is that completely wait, is real? I, did not, I didn't know uh, he's, he's wanted to go to, to
1: nursing school. school i don't think he's for nursing school no he's he's dating a nurse that's what it is I knew yeah he's football. dating. It's the a nurse.
2: typical stripper story oh i just trying to hey daddy i'm just trying to oh, make my way through school come on i don't even know it and i already guessed
1: it i don't know if i know if he's going Call to school but it's all about saving money i don't know yeah it's neither here nor there but yeah i i really and like you guys were saying The action in this movie is incredible. Like she was an MMA star and then she went through like six weeks of intensive training to like do all her own stunts. And I love how the action in this isn't very choppy. Like it's all just like punch, punch. Like you do have some like, not long tapes, but like longer takes than you would see in a movie like this because the studios actually wanted to make it kind of more just like, a straight up action movie, like we're, like a lot more like the Jason Bourne movies, and less of a thriller. And the movie got delayed for a little bit, and he went and shot Contagion because he was really pushing for it to be kind of more of a thriller. And I do like those elements where it's like you don't really know, like you're watching the movie, you don't find out till like the day du ma, the movie till the very end, like like who is the bad guy? Like is is it Michael Douglas? Like has he been playing both sides? Is it Antonio Banderas? Like you know that there's somebody above you in McGregor, and you're not really sure what it is. And then it's kind of like that last little scene. It's like. You do have the climax of the movie when she gets you and McGregor because that is her whole thing. But then you do get the mystery resolved and then that kind of like last little thing. And the thing I wanted to say also about the frame story since you brought it up, Ariel, the reason that resonated for me is because her whole thing is she doesn't trust anybody. And she, except for her dad, her dad is the one human being she trusts. And then she's kind of put in this situation where she's kind of like forced to like to get, basically kidnap this kid and the only reason she like gets him is because he like jumped in and tried to beat up Channing Tatum was there to help her. She was like, okay, maybe I can kind of trust this kid. And he's bandaging her up. Cause he, she needs somebody to kind of do this while she's, she needs a car. She needs to get away. So she just kind of always using him, but then she starts telling him the story, start trusting him a little bit. And the resolution for the whole, that trust arc isn't really with him. It's with Channing Tatum where at the beginning she doesn't, she's just Channing Tatum's just some guy. The first thing he who fights her then you find out that they hooked up in the past and they were just like, you know, boning or whatever. But then the end of the movie, like, he's like there, the one who like dies to kind of like help her out. And like, he's there dying next to her and Bill Paxton. And that's kind of her arc is kind of, it's a small arc, but it is learning to kind of trust people. And that's why I think you need the framing story because it doesn't really come through without it.
3: Okay.
2: Damn, I so, did not see that at all.
3: I did not see that at all. I did not see so that this,
2: is at all. this is what i time I'm, yeah. Because I'm so used to like, uh, she, she's, just, she's just a military person. So I was like, she didn't trust this guy mm-hmm. and then she's the guy who boned. Maybe I thought they had feelings. I thought they were growing feelings. And that's yeah. why, when I saw him die. Banging. No, well I, I mean I thought when he died, she has gotten flashbacks to like, Oh, I finally found a guy that I like to bang and he's dead now. So I gotta go. Well, wh- and then he said just,
3: they've that's only met eight reading. eight they only met eight days ago.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, but... so
2: the movie takes me like eight days, that's why I was like uh-huh, the banging. I mean he must have been good. Cannon Tatum, what are you gonna no, do? So, Tatum, you know? he's Magic so, Mike, you may to remember him.
3: Yeah, so that's what I'll say about this. And when it came to the realization, like right now about about Steven Soderbergh, Steven Steven Not Soderbergh. That's a different guy. No, Steven Soderbergh's Soderbergh. um, movies and the ones that I do actually like are ones that like that didn't that this was like a coming off of the half bake that they kind of like had more development of like the story and stuff like with with oceans a Ale- lot uh, the ocean series especially oceans 11 you have like this basically like stepwise of like a story and it's it's not drawn down it's like just it's like it feels like a you go you it's you go into this you know story and it, it it's you d- these characters are developed even though they're given little time like you know like um but they they have this characteristic to them that that you grasp them even with the small amount of time that 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 you spend with them overall um and then with contagion contagion is like a movie that's like it, it does it is kind of long but it, it does have kind of like a development especially with like um man damon's character and like you know you get to spend a lot more time with understanding like where he's coming from and like his wife and with Brennan Paltrow and then his, his daughter and then all these things. And then like uh,
1: ensembles movies kind of, it sounds like, because I, I do think that I the, guess the character's like relationships in those movies are very, very strong. And that's, yeah, like, I think that, hey, I um, think
3: that, and if, the, if with there's, where there's like relationship kind of like situations, like, I guess like the, like going off of that, like that was one of the things with, with magic Mike that I did kind of like, like, was when it was more of a character development of of between people. Yeah. And you
1: like, like,
2: yeah. like when you when he's on stage dancing to the person watching him dance, right?
3: His dance is the only one that I like. John uh, McConaughey's dance.
1: No, I don't right like McConaughey's.
3: Right it's so it's kind of weird. I got a question. And, to then, ask. and then Matt uh, Bomer's is like a Ken doll. Oh shit, I forgot <laughs> Matt Bomer's in
2: that which, which one's the Ocean? uh Which Ocean's movie is it? Where Julia Roberts? Uh, it, that one's a bad
3: 12. one. Ocean I, like
1: 12. 12 I actually is... like twelve. Just 12. that scene. Whoa, 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 it's stupid. Listen, listen, listen. Whoa, whoa. The <laughs> ever...
2: No, no. Hang on, hang on. That is the best acting I've ever seen where she is playing yeah, Ocean 12 is she show. plays herself. I was like Fucking mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, she, she Julia Roberts playing the character playing Julia Roberts, or she yeah. Julia the Roberts. The lead,
3: up, the lead up to it I is really know. is really good though, yeah. because they're like she doesn't look anything like it. She does. She looked like, and then like, yeah. um, hilarious. it was hilarious. George Clooney yeah. like talking to Brad Pitt Dude. like, and then do you think Brad, she Willis looks like oh yeah, himself, yeah. Like yeah. Bruce <laughs>
1: Willis just doesn't care, and they make fun of Bruce Willis doesn't have an Oscar, and Matt Damon does. It's fucking great.
2: That was the best movie ever. I mean, Ocean's
0: 12 is very underrated. I'm going to be real. I loved it. Ocean's 12. Thank you. Thieves versus thieves. Thieves, And then, like, the the, the French thief from fucking Black Swan
1: or whatever. He's, like, going through the ladies. I was like, this is fucking hype.
3: I oh, for me, like, I
2: better than the, the, 11. Just gonna put Robert, that on. Yep,
1: I agree. I agree. Thank you. We're in agreement. Underrated. And I if, think it's I on our list. This feels a lot like it. Listen,
2: I don't yeah, think it's yeah, underrated. I, 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 I didn't know it would be underrated. I thought that was the best movie. Uh, it, well, it, not dude, the best movie. People, people hate that bad, movie first
3: yeah, one of the People movies. hate it, and it's got bad. I scores. think people hate it because of the Julia Roberts for uh, as Julia Roberts. That's like, I don't know. Because it's
1: so different from the first one. Listen,
2: if that if that part wasn't in the movie, I would have said it was garbage. Right? That is a I like that scene every, makes it. No, movie.
3: no, I I I'd I like everything they went to
2: the studio. Else. Oh my god. I believe they went into the studio to pitch the idea and they were like, Man, this movie sounds like ass. He goes, Hold on. What about Julia Roberts? Right? This was gonna be a secret, but Julia Roberts plays somebody who plays Julia Roberts, and they were like, Oh shit. And they started knocking things over, they're like, Oh, this is it. That's how they got the money Bilberg, for it.
0: you did it again.
2: <laughs> Knocked it out but...
0: of the park. <laughs> I, know,
2: I
3: like everything else like, besides that that, like side, that part, part just like it, it's just for me it's just like oh my gosh but that's Ariel, just me. Ariel
1: were you the you you were you the one who told me you like Logan lucky
3: oh I like Logan lucky yeah he, did yes, he do Logan, Logan so, lucky but... too oh okay yeah, right. but that too is like it's 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 like a <laughs> characters development you know you have like these characters Character relationships that are built on this kind of Gremlins story. Remnants
2: three. You know? Boom.
3: Um. Yeah, I love Logan Lucky. Yeah,
2: I don't know what a, that is. It's,
0: it's it's a it's another it's a movie sober. about like Wolverine where like mm-hmm. I don't know he, he gets really to a lucky or something <laughs> yeah and he he gets, yeah. he, ma- he makes it big at the slots. Hey,
2: yeah, that he sounds like an interesting movie. Very, great, very right? I great, I'll watch yeah,
3: it. So I'll watch it. It's a second. You say me. Yeah, I like. Mm-hmm. I,
0: like yeah. I like. Let's Logan go win that craps, bub.
3: So okay, so it's Amazing. basically, it's basically just, I guess, movies that like have these character, like I guess, is heist movies, like yeah, <laughs> no, you know, like, like, Ocean's Eleven and and Logan Lucky is, maybe is he's a, a heist master. movie. Yeah, yeah, I I love, yeah, like, um, for that movie, yeah, they'll know what we want them to know. <laughs> all these I know I love a lot of quotes from that. It's, it's Daniel Jack Craig Quaid. The southern he's accent. He's like, again. "What? Oh, uh, what internets do you know? All, all of them. I know all the is that <laughs> Jack Quaid is
0: that character related to Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out?
1: It's he's pretty much doing like a similar accent. Like it's I not do Kentucky yeah. Fried, but it's more. Yeah, <laughs> <like laughs> it's more of like a NASCAR no, no, no. kind of no, No,
3: it's like right. Yeah, n- yeah. J- Daniel Craig's character in that is like no thinking like it's like a very high pitch like that you wouldn't think daniel craig craig like even being able to make that voice yeah it's because his his voice in in knives out is like his normal level of voice but it's you know like kentucky fried chicken whereas this one is just a high i love it we're in logan lucky it's like a higher pitch like like kind of like, where did this even come from, kind of thing, but but yeah, i I like looking lucky,, cool. uh, so yeah. yeah,
1: um, would you guys then recommend this movie? Hey, Wire.
2: I would say, I guess, like if you know if you if you've already went through Netflix and seen all the movies like most people have, sure, why not give it a watch? I'm not saying it's terrible, I'm just saying it probably wouldn't be my first one to run to, but it's not a bad movie i mean i guess you know give it a watch if you've if you got some time and you're like hey what movie should i put on toss this one in
3: uh. yeah for me i i feel like there's especially with the S- steven soderbergh movies that like i mentioned that are kind of a little bit more engaging um i feel like that those ones are are more go-to than this one um and if you want to get like you know a um some acting of Gina Carrera than Kur Ker- Ker- then I I recommend, you know, The Mandalorian and um Deadpool, like I know The Mandalorian more because she does have a bit more pronounced um role in it than Deadpool is Angel Dust. But um what? Yeah. I, I I I recommend like those kind of things to watch to get her sense because she does yeah, she does her her own stunts on on those i'm pretty sure um but yeah i mean i think maybe he, even listening to this podcast before watching it might make it a little bit more enjoyable because oh, no
2: no we kinda, like, watch podcast before watch it after uh the, the yeah. story is pretty simple i would not advise you like, we didn't know
3: we didn't know that the whole like this whole like trust arc was going on until we yeah, got I, it yeah. explained to us. I don't,
0: I don't think you should know I
2: because
3: that's I
1: feel just like kind of what I picked up on.
3: I,
0: I kind of no, picked no, no. it up right away because she just seems super like anti everybody else. Yeah, I, I just thought that was because of was military
2: like, training because like from her dad. Yeah,
0: military training and like mm-hmm. you know MMA. But no, no, I
2: mean what I'm trying dad. to say is like like the story the story is pretty like pretty linear, very like it is forward. it is very linear
3: but you kind of like miss well, all no, these what like i'm trying to say is like you I, were this a, thing still went over my head no but
2: that's what i'm saying <laughs> i think you should come to this podcast after you watched it to really like oh that's what's what you, happened yeah 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 because yeah. i feel like if, yeah. if you watch this right now you get to see and hear what we say you're gonna come out you're gonna go watch the movie and be like okay this is what i'm expecting next and this is what i'm expecting next and because it's very like you guys said it's very realistic so You don't, you know. It just—if you watch it and for your first time, I feel it's more enjoyable than having heard us talk about it and then try to watch it.
0: Unfortunately, it's all moot because they would only be able to hear this warning if they listen to the podcast. (laughs) 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 So they're kind of fucked. At the end of the podcast, they'll be
2: like, "And don't listen listen to to us." Yeah,
0: don't
1: listen. Listen. Go back and watch the movie before you listen to all this shit. And and they're gonna—they're
2: gonna gonna be like, "Ah, shit."
1: God damn it! You done goofed.
0: But, I mean, uh, I I would say go for it. Give it a watch. I mean, if you like uh, Soderbergh and stuff, check it out. Uh, I did notice that there's some kind of, like, music that reminded me of Ocean's. It's Ocean's. It's the same
1: same composer, I believe. It's the same, yeah.
0: It it sounded very jazzy. You keep
1: the
2: budget down by using the same music in another movie. Mm -hmm. You already got the rights to it.
1: No, but I, I I can't recommend this movie enough. Um, I, I especially if you're like me and you're a really big fan of thrillers, um, thrillers that are more that do have a lot of good action in it, but it, that's not necessarily the focus. Where it is the focus on kind of just telling a tight, interesting kind of story that isn't overly complex, but it is kind of it's still engaging. Um, yeah. I, I and it's not something where it's like you couldn't necessarily see the end coming. It's not a huge twist, but it's also not like telegraphed. It's not super obvious. I'd say it's a this is yeah. I would say really check, and it's a it's a short movie. It's only like about an hour. It's and An hour and a half,
0: half. That's it. Yeah. It's, so
1: tight, tight hey, movie. Um. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. If you just need like hey. a
0: quick thriller fix, and you're like, all right, I got nothing to watch. Throw that on. You're mm-hmm. You'll enjoy it mm-hmm. at least the point. You know.
1: Yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for you know listening again. Um, we've been the underrated podcast, and. You know, you can listen to us um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, We're also on YouTube. If you want to check out the uh, video version of this, we do a video version of the podcast now. I got to say that we look
2: gorgeous. uh, (laughs) If I can manage that, you guys want to see our pretty faces.
1: It's very true. You know, you can't see my awesome killer shirt if you guys are just, you know, listening. You can kind of
2: see it. I mean, like, there's a Barbie shirt. Oh, no. Barbie shirt. Derek jumped off.
1: No, no, I, I the cursed myself.
3: Shirt was way too much. Uh,
1: okay, there we go. go. Oh, there you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the shirt was way too much on your side Am I right sideways. My
1: sideways. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There you go. There you are. Whatever. Uh, now you can see the shirt a little more.
1: Uh, but yeah. But yeah. if you're if you're listening, you can't. But if you're watching YouTube, you get to see this shirt. You can also um, see our
2: reactions in real time.
1: Yeah, and you, so uh, if you can, if you're on YouTube, give us a like. If you're you know listening on iTunes, give us five stars. You know, tell a friend. Um, We also do a couple other podcasts. We do my show, uh, Gateway Episodes, where we talk about a different TV show every week and an episode of that show that would serve as a Gateway episode to get into a show. Uh, Ariel, did you want to talk about your podcast that you're doing as well?
3: Yep, I do a podcast called You've Never Seen with a question mark and exclamation mark. And um, it's basically uh, we go through movies that are considered Implemental or, or importance of pop culture or um, cinematic history, and so the next one will be uh, Moulin Rouge, and it's released at, on the first of every month. Um, so yeah, so go to any of your podcasting apps and look for the um, screaming '50s woman in um, in green. Yep, and any they, the 15th? you've never seen.
1: Yeah, and fifteenth uh, we release Gateway episodes once a month. And then every two weeks, we do a new episode of this show, Underrated. Um, But, yeah, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, I'll see you all in another
3: life. Take it easy. Uh, Thanks for being amazing.
2: Later, everybody.